Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Service Monster Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Kowalski. And today, we're going to continue our number two topic series on marketing and branding and focusing on um, the details of the brand and emphasizing its importance. Because I still, every day, seeing on the boards, hey, what's that one marketing campaign that'll make me a lot of money? I'm like, dude, it, it doesn't exist. What exists is a consistent brand across your entire demographic, making your name synonymous with the products and services that you offer, and that when they finally have a need for you, they know when to call. But before we get to all of that, some housekeeping, Michael, what do we have for today? Well, uh, we had a mobile update last week, uh, version 1.1.9. Kind of one of the optimized uh, optimization of the home screen loading. That was kind of the big focus of that one. Right. Um, it's the next step in the overall performance improvements for mobile. Um, there are some various bug fixes in there as well. We actually did two releases right in a row to fix even more stuff. Um, there was one thing: certain people having issues with the app crashing after they updated it. Right. Key 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 point here i don't know that camera maybe caching if you're yeah if you're on android clear your cache for the app if you're on iphone you can't really do that so just delete it and reinstall it real quick um and that fixes the issue every yep. time so and this is stuff that we're learning right yep. i mean for us you know, i talk about how much iterative cycles and learning and introspection meant i'm only reflecting what i'm doing and what we're doing here at service monster yep. that's it i'm not making stuff up i'm saying oh here Here's what we're doing because I'm panicking because a bunch of stuff needs to change and, you know, we need to mobilize forces and make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, uh, we're, we're guilty of all of the stuff I talk about not doing. Yeah, that's how you learn. Absolutely. Exactly. So the mobile front, right, we're learning on that. So we can, as it turns out, destroy the cache when they upload. Um, and so, so that's something we're going to take a look at moving forward. Um, also auto updates and that kind of stuff. But I want to get to a certain point, especially in our internal QA process for that product, where if we make a release, it doesn't destroy business continuity. And getting that thing out quickly and, and getting the app stores to approve it, it's not like a website, right? We can just make a push and it's available instantly. If we push something and it doesn't work quite right, pushing it again takes some time. Um, and so we want to make sure we, we kind of mature into these cycles. So we're erring on the side of caution almost every time. Sometimes it produces results like this. Yeah. yeah. But we learned. So, Absolutely. And it's pretty easy fix. And it was a small number of users, yep. as I understand it. It didn't yeah. affect me when yeah. I downloaded it. It was good. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, we also had a release just this week. Um, by the time this is out, it will have been last week. Uh, version 6.4.17 uh, for desktop. Um, most of it was fixes and updates to the new schedule. I finally get that phone number section in the Mm -hmm. job of the schedule, which was part of the original design. Wasn't sure how it got dropped, but now it's back in. So now it serves its purpose. You shouldn't have to leave the screen. Yep, exactly. So just some general stuff there. Nothing too crazy or um, big, but just general um, updates, kind of just smoothing things out with the new schedule. Yep. Uh, 30 total trackers, so not a huge one, but no, there, there, was, there was good in there. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Just a lot of lot of good things that um, are fixed the, now. If you were paying attention, the order approval process got dropped. QA kicked it back to engineering It kind of at the last yeah. minute. They came up with a use case that we hadn't covered. It was small, but, you know, we, we want to navigate away from the culture of get it out and fix it in the mix. Mm-hmm. Which we were good at, especially when Dave and I were the only engineers. Yeah. Um, but now we've got a much bigger process, a much bigger pipeline. 
Like we need to move away from that and, and make sure that what we push it has a, an amount of polish to it. I mean, we're going to, we're always running into stuff, but that polish is, uh, you know, is important. So Greg said, eh. yep. and so uh, Matt's fixing that. We don't do releases on Friday. So we're hoping for sometime early next week. Cool. Yeah. There we go. Um, also, it's fall now. Yay. So pumpkin spice. So my- oh boy. Pumpkin spice latte. This is a whole season and a cup of coffee, isn't it? My schedule, a little, little ad here for uh, film my schedule. So we are doing our fall film my schedule campaigns. Um, doing great. A lot of orders coming in for that. Uh, we have four card fronts this year. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's, that's how Mark's been so busy. Yeah, exactly. We've been, sales have been busy with that. Mark's been busy um, getting those. Um, if you don't know what film my schedule is, um, I'll post a link about what it is yeah it's basically just your direct mail client retention program that we do for you automatically yeah it's really awesome roi yeah 800 roi average i mean like you know that's that's awesome we should that's a great roi 50,000 and 80,000 cards out of our facility because we don't third party that we control that whole process and we're the only ones who do it yep tech card in an envelope with a stamp yep cool yeah so place those now because fall is only so long so um do it where well, you're about to dry up too. Carpet yep. cleaners like December, Seriously. January, February. Yep. Keep the slow season not slow. There we go. Um, so yeah, branding part two today. We're gonna talk about um, more messaging, personality, other brand elements. Um, last week we talked about the visual identity, so we'll go into that a little later. That'll be pretty fun, interesting, kind of more um, some big picture kind of stuff with branding, not so much the nuts and bolts of the visuals, which already covered that. So if you didn't watch that already, last week's podcast on part one of uh, Your Brand Matters. So our smug posts for this week, number one, Heather said, love the new schedule update. So thank you, Thank you, Heather. Yeah. We do appreciate that. Smug is a place to vent your frustration of something that has a friction point for your company, suggest new ideas, and ask for help from your other service monster users but we sure do appreciate the yeah. acknowledgement of something when you guys when we make your heart mm-hmm. feel good yep if that happens drop us a note yeah just for fun makes us feel good we're like it's oh totally. it's, you know appreciation. positive reinforcement yeah. guys <laughs> yeah there we go perfect <laughs> thank you heather yeah um dan posted about he had a feature request for can we get an sms estimate review link for customers and joe you commented saying um that's coming really soon um, that's one thing we've heard a lot over the past. Well, not maybe a lot, but it's come up multiple And that's times. not just SMS, right? So now we yeah. have an order approval process coming mm-hmm. shortly. So now we could just put a step in where if mm-hmm. they click the link, we just acknowledge that the review process has happened, yep. that they've looked at that estimate. Yep. And that'll be probably the next release, right? Um, I don't know about that one because it wasn't okay. on the docket, right? I mean, I oh, might be able wasn't? to, f- okay. that specific little piece. Okay. The order approval yeah. should be in, um, yeah. but the review might not be, you know, tracker created assigned to the next sprint moving forward i do have some pull i can throw new trackers into an existing sprint but um i I like to stay away from that otherwise i gum up the works and all of a sudden we're not releasing hitting dates yeah but it'll be soon so it's definitely something we're working on yep um jordan said that um he's having issues with a port with with reports not printing um the Brenda commented, and this was one, um, was actually bringing it up because it was a Chrome issue. So Chrome did an update. Oh, um, that's right. And that somehow messed up something with Freaking how Chrome. we were, um, how, how Service Monster 6 is um, handling reports. Um, the print icon basically just wasn't working. Um, 
So I don't know if that's something. I'm assuming that's something we can fix. Um, it's I mean, unfortunate. We're have to yeah, figure it out. it's unfortunate that a so the whole app didn't fall did apart. That. So no. I imagine yeah. it's just a different way we approach that particular yeah. button. Yeah. So if you're having issues with reports, we're aware of it. Um, that's just one of those weird things that If you have happens. a choice, don't update Chrome. Yeah. I think <laughs> mine does it automatically, so I don't yeah. really know. Well, did, that... Do we get a flood, or is this just a, kind of the spear point? Um, like, of people talking about yeah, this? This is know? the only one. I don't think anyone else commented uh, Amy on Amy hasn't brought it up in staff meeting, so. Yeah. It's not that not big yet. of a deal yet. Yeah. yeah. But we want to get it fixed. Absolutely. Um. This one, Paul, um, brought up an issue with the schedule loading slowly, and you were able to work with him on Google Calendar. Well, it's Calendar been happening to him sync. for a long time, yeah. and he's got a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Number one, giant database. Yeah. Right? That's a, it's a freaking amazing company. Uh, number two, uh, it's on the ChemDry network, and our technology right now, no, let me say this a different way. The tech can split the database up. HRI has specific stuff that assumes one database location. So we could split it up and greatly perform, improve performance for, for HRI and the ChemDry network. Enhance doesn't have this problem. Um, but HRI would have to modify some toys, right? And we would have to do some of that and they would have to do some of that. And it's kind of a big lift because the claws have been sunk in. So that's why, that's another reason why Paul, he says, okay, slow performance, because we say, yes, slow performance. Um, so that's two. Uh, you got uh, the occasional every six month, we'll have a couple Mondays, because <laughs> David didn't dial in the new new normal. Um, and so he does that every once in a while. Um, and we have some automated stuff in place that should you know, be auto-correcting that, but obviously we need to fine-tune it since it doesn't happen too often. We don't get to test it or see it in production too often. And then um, the third thing, which is what Paul's real problem was, which is what David suggested. Because, of course, I hit Dave. I go, Dave, Paul says the database is slow again. Fix that shit. And he kicks me back and goes, okay, I've taken a look. The logs are clear. Does he hooked up to Google two-way sync? And I was like, oh, I'm asking. So I sent him a message. He's like, yes, in Houston, I think we might have solved it. Of course, Paul always reserves judgment to come back and say, nope, nope, it was wrong. You guys are still slow, um, which is great. But I, I think that we can offload that, number one, although I'm not 100% sure of the behind the scenes behind the scenes. And so I got to get in and architecturally talk with Matt about how we might be able to improve that general performance. Um, but... If you have two-way Google Calendar sync and you have a very large number of jobs, then yeah, you're going to see some serious lag because when Paul turned it off, it got a lot better. I don't know if I would call it snappy because I wasn't in the observational chair. Mm -hmm. um, but he said he's it's pretty snappy. Quote. Pretty, oh, that's true. He so did say pretty, pretty snappy. snappy. So he didn't say snappy, yeah. but pretty snappy yeah. is good. So that's eight, maybe yeah. an 80%, yeah. right, as maybe, far yeah. as how much we can squeeze out. So, um, So no, I'm very happy with that. So be aware of that. If you are using two-way Google Calendar Sync and sometimes you're like, why is it so dang slow? That might be the reason. Um, I'm going to dive in, see if we can architect something that shuffles this around so dependencies aren't firing or waiting on other dependencies. Blah, blah, geek speak, blah, blah. And uh, you know, hopefully we can drastically perform, uh, improve that. Yeah, that's good. That's what Smug's for, you know, identifying 100%. those weird 
um, not normal kind and of Paul's issues. Paul's unbelievable. Yeah. He's like, gives us great always, feedback. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Annoying sometimes. <laughs> it, but it's, it's because feedback. it's all it. true. It's yeah. like a mirror, right? Yep. It's like, oh. There's that thing. Yep. Got to fix that. <laughs> that's there we right. go. Yep. That's good. Yeah. Helps that's the ego improve. thing. That has nothing to do with Paul. Yep. Um, last, or no, I guess not the last one for Smug. Another, just a quick one here. Um, Alan asked, um, tagged you in it, asking what's the best place to find SM6 tutorial training videos. Yes. You posted a link to the help site. It says um, old. Yeah. So people go, uh, that yeah. must be the old And I was going to briefly talk about that. Good. Help site will be redone. It's, it's something that we are... We have started kind of, um, it's a big process. It's going to be a big project to update all of that um, and do a whole new site. Um, but it is something that we are actively um, planning out how to approach. Um, we haven't replaced project. Stephanie yet, right? Yeah. So that so the, so the article and video train stopped. But she covered 90%. The problem is, is that we move so fast. Some of those videos now are outdated. So, um, you know, so it's, it's rough. We need dedicated people to help, which is a good segue into maybe I have developed a lesson platform that is embedded directly in Service Monster. And the idea is like point and show you stuff, a company with a two minute or a 90 second or a 60 second video. It's like, well, how do I do that? Well, go here, go here, go here. Here's your field. And then here's what it means. Um, or here's the record and here's what it means or here's how to do this. And so we're playing around with this whole training platform in app and I'm super excited to get this out to you guys. We're probably going to do the setup wizard first. So it might be a while. That's what we'll run a kind of a beta with. We'll replace the setup wizard with this lesson uh, platform and see what the results are from new people coming in, especially for trial, right? Um, there's a couple things that we just got to help them transition the gap from A to B. And then once that they're off and running. Um, so yeah, look forward, look, look to that. But for now, yeah, we're going to help .servicemonster.net is up and coming. Um, we're going to be moving articles and support documentation over to that. Yep. Yeah. We really want to provide the best, um, you know, support that we can. And, and obviously we, we have great customer support with the phone yeah, chat. We rely know. on that too much, I yeah, think. And, exactly. and as That's a result, yeah. we don't have, um, we, oh, and of course, it's better than our competitors. It's just not where we want it to be, right? Exactly. There's a giant yeah. amount of information. Mm-hmm. You can waste an entire weekend going through oh, yeah. every video and diving into every aspect of Service yep. Monster. Yep. So we have a lot. Don't look, yeah. don't get me wrong, but because we don't have a dedicated person to it, I feel like we're not giving it the attention exactly, it deserves. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of lot of people doing a lot of other things, kind of giving a little bit to this, and it's just we. It's something that we're we're, we're working on. Yes. It's, it's important to us to it be is. able to offer adequate help to our. Uh, customers. I think the lesson platform drastically yeah, changes the nature. Really cool, right? It's and the nature really cool. of what the help site will become. Exactly. It just should be at that point a repository for knowledge based. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last one. Um, this Melissa had a feature request, but this was kind of a cool one. Just a little little um, tidbit here. She was looking for the ability to view multiple specific routes in the schedule, saying right now it's either all routes or one route, mm-hmm. um, and saying she had like five routes, want to do like two of them, and she was asking about that, and dun, dun, dun. I actually was able to respond to this. You one did. of the few things that I, I actually was, was like, hey, I, know. I saw it, and I was like, okay, like I, I know impressed. that. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I was surprised I knew it too, honestly. <laughs> I was like, well, because I, I don't do a ton in six, but um, you can do that through um, groups in your routes. When you go into your routes and you have the list, you can click on a route, you can add it to a group and the little left side, there's like a box there. Um, you can have a group. And, yeah. So select the drop down. Group was a not wrong nomenclature here yeah. on the label. So we'll want to change that to yeah. tag. 
Yeah. Cuz that's really what it is. And then so you can tag your route. Sense, yeah. You can tag your route. Yeah. And when you set whatever tag you want, however you want, tag 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 tag. So it can be what the um route is good at. Maybe it's great at air duct and tile and grout but not so good, you know, carpet clean. I don't know. And maybe maybe you have a pressure washing rig that's separate from your carpet cleaning rig, right? In that case, you can tag it carpet cleaning and pressure washing. Those tags along with the individual route names become selectable as a filterable option on your schedule. So you can drop down the list and you can say, give me Joe, or you can drop down the list and say, give me carpet cleaning trucks. Yeah. It's like at the bottom below your um, individual route names. Yeah. So that's Works just, great. it's a super useful tool. And um, that's why I wanted to bring it up is just in case people didn't know about that. Um, I, I can imagine that is incredibly useful for so yep. many of our users. Um, and it's not the most obvious thing. It's kind of, it's a little bit hidden. It's, you know, not the most intuitive thing that you would know what that grouping means but yeah that's something that or that you, you have an option obvious. maybe to yeah change it again a good in, yep. in-app lesson yeah right? yeah but yeah so if you need that we have it it's pretty cool um so that's it for smug uh thank you as always to our smug users for giving us great feedback always. Um, and helping each other out we see a lot of collaboration among smug users who are able to answer each other's questions which yep. is awesome it's very active yeah. now yeah, yeah it's gotten very very active since mobile I feel like since like beta started, I felt like yeah, maybe you're it right. Kind of, it's picked up. It's definitely yeah. a lot more active, which is really really fun. Right. Um. Yeah. So now we're gonna talk about branding. This episode brought to you by Starbucks. Yeah, there we go. All it takes is saying yes. Starbucks morning yes. <laughs> Product placement. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so last week we covered the visual side of branding. If you watched last week, logo, colors, fonts, website, truck grabs, marketing materials, social media posts, kind of we talked about the visual identity of your brand um, and consistency. All yeah, being, right. being such an important part of your business. Um, so today, yeah, so just to wrap yeah, you up, can the, go off on that a little bit. Well, I, what I want to do is summarize it, yeah. right? So the takeaways should have been get a brand make it nice, be consistent across all digital and non-digital platforms. That's the takeaway. Because your clients need to see you multiple times. You need to build brand identity within your community before they're going to recognize that you can solve a problem they're going to have in the future. No one calls you because they're standing on clean carpet to come clean your carpet. That just doesn't happen. I don't care how many marketing materials or phone blasts or bulletin boards or wraps. They, I don't, it doesn't matter. They're not going to call you. They will only call you when you have a problem. And that is why a single targeted marketing campaign is highly ineffective. You're trying to intersect the moment that they have a problem with the second that they see your advertising and hope that they don't have a guy, right? So it makes it really... Um, important to stay top of mind so that when they have a problem, they know who to call because you're their guy, whether or not you're their guy. <laughs> so you could have never done work for them before, but if you play the game right, man, it doesn't matter. That dude's already your client. It's just a matter of time before he picks up the phone and calls you or she picks up the phone and calls you. And so again, last episode, focusing on getting and paying attention to building a decent brand and then making that consistent across Facebook, Instagram, and on your website, and on your truck, and on your business cards, and on your letterheads, and on everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
So then, and that very, very practical, the, the visuals, the visual identity of your brand, very practical. So uh, the other thing we're going to, we can talk about now kind of is, is bigger picture, like your, the messaging, like how you convey your business and your services to your customers. Cause that's also part of the brand is, is what you offer and how you communicate what you offer to your customers. Um, so basically like, what do you want to say to your customers? Um, and the focus here is making it all about them. It's it's not so much like you don't like we we've experienced that like you don't want to make it just like boom this is like this is what we do. It's good to say this is we've what I do. We've been around for 5 years and yeah. we own the most powerful carpet cleaning trucks you can buy yeah. and we and I and we and I and no. Mm -hmm. What can no you do for that. them? <laughs> yes. Yeah, no one gives a shit about your tech guys. Yeah. Like I could talk to you all day long about my background tech, which is the equivalent to you talking to your customer about your truck mount. Mm -hmm. You don't care. Yep. Neither do they. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you do. That's important. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. It makes you happy. Have a great piece of equipment, whether you built your own pressure washing rig or, you know, what have you. Um, but your clients don't care. So make sure you're looking at it from their point of view. What are you going to do for them? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, one one cool thing I came across doing some research just on other people's perspectives on branding um, was this idea of making your customers brand ambassadors, like of your brand. Um, you want them to feel like invested in hiring you and you want your customers to be proud of the work that you did. Um, that is a big part of that is through um, a consistent brand identity of your messaging and your visuals. Everything makes them feel invested in it. They're like, well, this is a professional company that cares about me. They did great work. I had an awesome experience. Therefore, I'm going to go out and tell my friends. Um, so that's why. Yeah, the I, consistency yeah. reflects upon their perception of your service. So if you come in and do a great job and you've had consistent branding, the subliminal message there, because we're pattern recognition machines at our core, is that my prediction is that if I refer, refer you to my friends, you'll be consistent with your performance as well as you were consistent with your brand. Yeah, exactly. That's why people grab on the national brands. I mean, you know if you go to McDonald's in every state in this country, it'll be the same crappy taste in burger. But it's you know what to expect. Great fries. That's right. Great fries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean McDonald's is a great example of that. Honestly, the consistency, and that's an impressive level of consistency. Obviously, and it overcame a crappy product. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, <laughs> if you have a crappy product, I guess really good brand, and maybe you can make it. But... No doubt, marketing will <laughs> yep. beat out the. Now, I think the game is changing. I think the market responds to um, quality and talent, right? especially in the social age. So I think that game is shifting. But it used to be because there was a limited number of gatekeepers and so a limited number of players on the board that if you outmarketed everybody, you could didn't have to have the best product. And you hear stories about that all the time. Like Mr. Joe Schmo cared so much about the product and built a great company, but nobody really cared because no one knew about it because the marketing wasn't that great. Yep, exactly. So yeah, you do, and just to clarify one thing, you do want to make it obvious what you do in your in your in your brand messaging, because um, we talk about you know making it about what you offer your customers and what problem you solve for them. Yep. That is vitally important, but you do want to make sure it's obvious what you do, because I do see. Um, Careful now, 
we're gonna create a flood of people who are like, oh, I need to rebrand. How well, the hell do I do Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk. We're gonna maybe mention that briefly. But okay. just 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 being being clear, like this is the service that I do offer. Yeah, if um, you in your name and tagline pick up a ten year old kid off the street and you ask them what you did and they have no idea, go back and rebrand. Exactly. That's really the core of it right there. It's really a right. way of summing that up. Um, so we can also talk about your brand personality. This is something we, we, we hit on this a little yeah. bit last week, but I think this is something that is worth diving into a little more. Um, just with, with service industry in general, we right. see so many different brand personalities. Yeah. Do you have I, the, a corporate look? Do you yeah. have a tune that gives you, you know, playfulness? Do you have something that's more serious? Do you have something that talks about you and what you care about? Like the muscly flaming dude and yeah. the, you know what I mean? Yep. The super awesome truck mount picture and like, yep. Like there's a whole hierarchy yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. Like we talked about last week, like the Sasquatch guy, which yeah. I just love. And like that's kind playful. of a it's a little it's a little, little lighthearted, kind of Sticky, yeah, playful. Though. Yeah, but it's memorable. That's and right. And it's and it's not it's like, Especially it's like Florida. funny in a way. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> in a way, but it's not like it's not unprofessional. No. And that's the like key. The tune. Yeah, exactly. Like I and I think that's a really good example of 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 using something unique, using something lighthearted. And this plays into the messaging um with how you communicate to your customers. Um, it's important to set yourself apart. I think like we, we also touched on this last week about how there's so many, much similarity Whitewash. between yeah. brands. Um, so you do want to set yourself apart and, and identifying a unique way of presenting your brand is a really good way of setting yourself apart, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's different. So I'm going to go back to the bubble guy, right? Yep. Now, and, and again, I haven't seen the output marketing material. I haven't seen everything he does, but in my head, in a perfect world, everything is centered around this bubbles, which means that every marketing piece has bubbles in the background, like a blue sky background with bubbles in it, right? Every uh, business card, his website, his Facebook page, every image that he does has got freaking bubbles in the background somewhere. Has to have bubbles. And then that association is just really sticky, and it's like, oh, that's the bubble guy. Now, you may be like, oh, that's – if you don't know about his truck, oh, that's kind of clever. You know, bubbles, he cleans. Still relevant. Uh, which is good. And then he shows up and bubbles blowing out the side and kids running around. They're like, oh, stuck. They will never forget that dude again. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm actually- of course, now I'm going to create a nationwide uh, carpet cleaning bubble phenomenon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> bubbles everywhere. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's actually I'd be interested to look into his company more and see what his what his messaging is like because yeah. I would assume with that like you do want your your what you say and and like the wording you use and how you convey your brand to your customers. I'll go see if I be, can find. Him. Yeah. I don't remember. You want it to be consistent with the with the visuals. Yeah, I think I might be confusing him with another gentleman too, so I'm okay. hesitant to say his name. Yeah, um, but I think he went to came to the symposium. Oh really? I think so. Oh. If not, well, that's the person I'm confusing. So, anyways, we'll talk get to, later about yeah, that. Yeah, I'll figure that later. out. But yeah, that's that's a good that's a good point. Like he, he has kind of a um, lighthearted, yep. kind of a little more yep. just joy, soft. Yeah, joy, He's selling joy. Yeah, and so I would hope that his his brand messaging is not like you know. Get your carpets cleaned. Right. You know, right. like it's and something he shows up more and he's lively. An yeah. Right. <laughs> like with that kind of brand image, you want As a bubbles, yeah, kid. you want your messaging to reflect that and to be right. consistent with that of something a little more fun, a little more carefree. Well, it's um, gonna reflect more of the personality of the owner too, yeah, right? Exactly. But you don't want to go too deep on that. No. Like that that other flip, it's like, dude, draw a tune of me holding a wand and make it look super awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I like it. It's sticky. So don't don't let me seem like I'm bagging on it too much, 
but it's heading in that direction yeah. where you're like you're talking about you and not your client. Yeah, exactly. How about Mrs. Jones holding a smiling baby in a tune fashion? I have yet to see that, Ryan yeah. Kittering. Mm-hmm. Um, I would that would be amazing. Yeah. Like let's talk about the client more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, another cool part of branding is the community perception. So you kind of talked about that with the bubble guy, but going beyond that, um, really paying attention to how your community views you. We see a lot. I see on social media, a lot of cleaning companies who get involved in local events. They'll be a sponsor for a local event. They'll sponsor like a youth baseball team or whatever, you know, and roll um, around a dog, a hot dog cart. Yeah. Yeah. So many, there's so many things you can do. And I'll just shout out to Mikey for this Mm -hmm. because, you know, on the fairly regular, it's, I think it's more than once a year. feels like more than once a year. Um, He picks a, uh, a city, Ronald McDonald house. He brings a bunch of first year cleaners in and, and a bunch of veterans and they all do the whole place top to bottom. That's a, perfect example it's amazing of community perception and just like how important that is to your brand um your 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 company as a whole i mean it really comes down a lot of what of getting new jobs comes down to how um your customers view you if you're involved in your community you have that reputation of being um generous with your time yeah being a stand-up person stand up so far so far that's that's invaluable well and it's invaluable content potential too seriously that too yeah yeah yep yeah, so if you're not sponsoring things, if you're not getting involved in your local community, do it. Um, I've actually been seeing, I feel like I've been seeing it more lately, um, the past like month on on Instagram, especially um, pressure washers, carpet cleaners, window cleaners, um, getting involved in charity work and posting about it. That's great. And I see that, and I'm like, well, I love it. And it's like, it's like I'll, I'll like it, leave a comment, and be like, hey, this is so cool to see you getting involved in your community. And, and, and this is different. You know, I just want to make the distinction. This is if your company's doing this, yeah, yeah. If you're doing it on a personal level, I'm not a fan of you know s- taking a selfie screenshot where you're giving a homeless dude a, a buck. Yeah, that's that's different. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Yes. Right. Yes. So so you know, I never. Mm-hmm. You guys know I don't talk about my personal life at all. Like you guys don't know. You guys may know that I have six kids, and that's the extent. You don't yep. know their names. You don't know their general ages. Ethan, you you know any yeah, any they know Ethan over eighteen, right? Then yeah. I don't care. Um, you know, but my wife and I are very very private and that would that's even more private <laughs> as far as like how what we're doing with with our cash personal cash so don't confuse the two because i could i could i already heard him grumbling about oh yeah doing events do good events but you're just using it to benefit your business yeah yeah but it's not just it's cooperative it's a, it's not parasitic right it's symbiotic um and that's when you're putting your company first and there's no reason to to oh, and, and I'm okay if you want to say, no, I just want to stay pri- and have the company give. Like, I'm not going to berate you for that. It's just a missed opportunity for your business. Yeah, it really is. And that's, and that's the key. That's a really good clarification to make of it's your company being involved. That's right. It's your brand being involved. That's Going back right. to the brand. And that's the focus of that community perception is your brand is involved in this. The, 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 the image that they see with your logo and your colors and your posts and everything and your website, that's what they see associated with these community events and this volunteer work, not necessarily you as an individual. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's a really, really cool kind of way to um, just kind of boost your, your, your brand in your local community. Um, you can also talk about the um, perceived value of your brand, kind of your brand equity. Yes. So this is when we, we consistency we come across this a lot with with companies um you guys 
you know, cleaners out there, you, you know, there's the people who offer cleaning for a price that you don't understand how they can offer it yeah, for that cheap. Those little yard steins stuck in the yeah. thing will do each window for two bucks. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, and they, they have, or they'll like, I'll clean your whole house. Like do all your carpets for like 49 bucks or something. Right. It's like, how do they even make money off of that? Um, that is something really important to consider when you are approaching your brand as a whole is how potential customers perceive the value of what you offer. That's right. Do they perceive you as cheap, as expensive? Um, well, it depends on the market you're going after, too. Exactly. Right? If you're focused on apartment move-outs, just because you live in a transient community, like a college town, and you just make a ton of money because you can get in and out quick, okay, fine. You're a value. You're, you're, you're a commodity cleaner. Um, if that's your model, make it work. Make sure your cogs are in order and you're pulling margins. Otherwise, it's going to be a short trip and all you're doing is pulling down the entire industry. If, however, you want to focus and be a concierge, a carpet expert, somebody that uh, high-end people or not even high-end because a lot of those guys don't have money. Um, but I would say people who recognize the value in what they pay for. And these people can live in middle-class homes or wealthy. They're all over the place. And you don't know who they are. And they typically aren't driving the brand new Mercedes, right? They're driving like <laughs> a LeBaron from freaking the end of the nineties or something. And, uh, but, but they will pay you 400 bucks to come clean their carpet every six months. And so if that's the customer you're catering to, then why would you offer $10 a room? Right? So there's, there's this, idea that your identity is tied to your the value of what you provide and the amount that you can charge for that. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You want to kind of want to be it's probably okay to be known as pricey but worth it of like you know I think in a lot of communities like you're talking about if you're not about, losing yeah. clients you're not charging enough. Yeah. There we go. That's just it. You can take that to the bank. That's just it. Um I had another point that I wanted to bring up. Um oh you know take for example uh clip art Jimmy with uh, spray lettering on the side of his van. Okay, you already know what that guy charges. I don't even have to say anything. Every single person listening or watching this had a picture in their head about what that invoice would look like, and it isn't more than 100 bucks. Now you pull up with a flame and wrap, right? Everything's polished and clean. Two techs come out, uniformed. Booties, corner guards, their equipment is not only clean, but they're cleaning it as they're cleaning. You're like, wow, they don't even like take the dirt with them, right? And so now what's that invoice look like? 600 bucks. That's what just popped in my head. So, and, and there are guys who do that. And two-man crews versus one-man crews and all that stuff plays into it. So, again, it's the consistency. Now you're talking a more fundamental level, right? consistency in the brand, but also consistency in what the brand represents. And so that's got to be paramount to your business. Yep. Yeah. So we can, um, if you want to talk, mention rebranding, I did put it on there. Okay. I was just we, saying. We can just t touch yeah. on it. There's an article I wrote like yeah. five or six years ago. You can put a link to okay. the we'll thing that, on that. Yeah. Um, and so that that's interesting because we went through a rebrand. And shortly mm -hmm. after that, I wrote that piece because yep. it's not easy. No. No. Uh, yeah. So what, what notes do you have? On I just that? was going to say it's okay to rebrand. <laughs> that's right. It because is okay. Because that's the main thing. Um, 
it's it can be scary for a lot of uh, especially smaller businesses it's scary but it is okay to rebrand because if you need it if you if you go through all these things you're listening to this and you're hearing like oh man i should do that differently oh i should do that differently too and oh, i could totally improve that if you if you're kind of making that connection a lot then maybe you should consider rebranding yeah. it's yeah, going to be worth the, it long term right the roi is going to be there yeah. so if if you're if you're listening to us and you're like damn i use the clip art damn my name doesn't say what i do you know, damn, it's about me, not them. And you, then guess what? Do it. The ROI is going to be there. Do it during the down season when it won't have a lot of effect. And for one full year, co-brand. So-and-so, formerly so-and-so, same ownership, right? In, in your materials, like you are reaching out to your clients on a regular basis, right? Because if you're not doing that, then who cares about the rebrand? Oh, it's going to cost me money. No, it's costing you money. It's not going to cost you money. It's costing you money today. And yes, the rebrand may cause a dip in your sales for two or three months. Eat it. Eat it because the percentage of growth in the high season will be well worth it. Exactly. Yeah. And that kind of just ties everything back together um, of, of, of looking at your business as a whole um, and focusing on kind of you kind of want to go back, honestly, if you're approaching a rebrand or approaching branding in general, maybe you're a new business and you haven't really established a brand yet. Um, kind of go back to your core mission, your core values with why you started a company. So you can ask yourself questions like, why did I start this business? Um, like what, what values are important to me or to us as a company? Um, like read what, the story what brand. Do? Yeah. Read, yeah. Story read brand, the story but, brand. Yeah. It goes into all this. So like of why, like what makes us special? What service do we offer that sets us apart? Um, and use your answers to that to craft your brand. Yep. Um, especially if you're doing a rebrand, really, if you're going to do a rebrand, do it. You got to do it right. I mean, it, it's a big step to take. It's worth doing, but do it right. You have to approach it um, with the right perspective of, of improving not just changing for the sake of changing, but improving upon what you've built and um, taking your company to the next level. So, very good. Yeah, I and my coffee's out, you know. so I think we're about, about done. Yep, oh, coffee's gone. That's Time right. to be done. Time to be done. There we go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for your attention. As always, come see us on all your favorite platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, give us some positive feedback. Ask some questions. Suggest some topics that we could talk about. Not that we have a shortage, but it's nice to be driven. By you guys. Yeah, that's a good idea. So until next time, be safe.